0: Thank you Chapter 52. Another Style of Hunting. I carry on a bit about choices, decisions. I wax philosophic about the root and source of all things. Where was the beginning? What was the beginning? Which event set things in motion? I've tried to trace it back. I remember seeing Beowulf Drake at the common market. I remember stealing his prisoners. That was a journey. I remember Del Morgan sending me after a book that James Joyce never wrote. Lucifer's widow set things in motion. Where does it begin? Where does it end? With dragon's breath, cannibal frogs, stolen heart, life on a little stretch of beach with a whole wide world squished inside a wood box twenty feet on a side. I can trace things all the way back to the moment that freak stood in the door to my office and told me my name was Matthew Drake. He didn't point his finger. I don't understand why I'm always convinced he did. That's it, though. The moment when it all started. The moment I realized that the world was crap, piss, and vinegar. Fahrenheit, standing in my door, telling me my name. Or titles Brat Greywald would have me believe. In looking for the source of things, I've overlooked something, hoping no one would notice. The moment when I could have turned back, the last breath before it was too late, when I still could have turned away, everything would have been so different if only. Find that moment, the one that could have averted catastrophe. You see the slope coming, you're roaring down, but you could still stop. Feel the floor giving way, stop, jump, turn, the point just where it's too late. You don't want to see it. We don't want to believe. We would rather believe that the slope was always too steep. The point of no return was taken from our grasp. We had no choice in the matter. Circumstances had already dictated action. Bullshit. There's no reason why I should have stayed with Brad Graywald. He was nice enough, making the best of the situation. I was going to learn nothing more from him. I should have moved on. Why'd I stay? I didn't need Lucifer's widow. There was no point to it. Del Morgan wasn't going to kill me. That was clear, or else she would have killed me for defiling the common market. I could do anything I wanted. I could return to Del Morgan, look her in the eye, tell her that there was no such thing as Lucifer's widow. What was she going to do? Send me on another errand? Kill me for my disobedience? No. Nothing. She had done nothing. She would do nothing. I could go to the desert, live on a rock if I wanted. But I do return to Del Morgan, without Lucifer's widow even, still wanting my heart. I don't think I'm giving anything away by telling you that. The secret's in the getting there. That's what I want you to understand. Why I go back to her without the book that James Joyce never wrote. Why I continue to run errands. There's more to the story than that. I don't exactly go back. She doesn't come looking. Jack's the one who finds me. But not yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're talking about the moment when I knew enough to turn away, follow my own path. But I didn't. I stayed with the Poetry Hunters. Remained a guest of Brett Greywold. I'm not even sure why. There was no reason for it, I can tell you. They were nice to me. Such secrets could break your heart. They were nice to me. In spite of everything, the risk, the fear, never knowing what I wanted or why I was there. Scratch that. Say instead that they never believed what I told them. That I was after a book. Why look for poetry hunters if you're searching for a book? That's what they didn't understand. That didn't stop them from taking me in. Being nice to me. They wanted my secret for controlling the wild poems. Who wouldn't want that? I wasn't telling them any secrets. More reason for them to be suspicious. Brack suspected the thing with the common market, getting those kids killed. He never said anything, I never mentioned it, but he knew. It didn't matter. I was given a room, invited to dinner shown around town there's the library the school the orchard the pond the local playground invited to another dinner good food good company these people knew how to cook they knew how to party in their own quiet way they were living in the land of broken promises and shattered dreams after all a lot of bad things came to their land to fester and rot they made good with what they had There was a lot of social drinking, dancing, karaoke. What's the difference between a banjo and an accordion? The accordion burns longer. Dinner at midnight. Dancing until two. Breakfast at noon. Like I said, nice people. I even learned how they make those pig sticks. Those dream-sucking monstrosities they use on the wild poems. Whipping them into submission, subduing them, naming things I practiced with them. The poetry hunters, watched and trained, they're careful people, in a surprisingly reckless way. It's hard to fight chaos with reason, which is exactly what happens when you go up against wild poetry. I still think the only reason I was there was so they could learn how I fought poetry, how I could stand before the depths of hell and not lose my mind. I don't understand how the wild poetry gets associated with death and despair so much, but there it is. I guess the happy poems that got away go to a place other than the land of all hopes and forgotten dreams. I didn't think about Lucifer's widow. Didn't wander after a book that James Joyce never wrote. I was in no hurry to move on. I should have. Left them. Gone anywhere but stayed with the poetry hunters. We're going on another hunt. Brad Greywald. Interested. It was a huge undertaking. Morgan and Thomas and Sandra Greywald, as well as many others I didn't know. Even Bract was taking part in this hunt. The pig stickers were unbounded and wrapped in tinfoil and ivory, looking for all the world like gothic lightning rods or television antennas wrapped in cheap Christmas tinsel, plastic icicles, and tree lights. It was like a giant party we took on the road really there was laughter and dancing drinking carousing and general naughtiness we traveled the woods sometimes staying to the road sometimes drifting far from it as we searched for our prey the wild poetry is not so easily found not when it wants to be secret i had floundered upon them sure but such things don't happen every night when you're a shaper of worlds the thing you seek finds you And a good coincidence is a great way to keep the story moving. I kept wandering after our purpose, as we never seemed to find any poetry. We never traveled deep into the forest where the poems grow. We would camp in the trees or the clearings or on the road. It didn't seem to matter. One clump of dirt seemed to be just as good as any other. One thing was clear. We were hunting something. I could tell from the people around me, keeping secrets leaving out some detail or other. I knew when the attack came. I'll rephrase that. I could tell when they were ready. Weapons and pig stickers made ready, dusted and polished and gleaming by dark moonlight. There were swords and axes and great torches and metal boxes dipped in flame, and there were guns shotguns and handguns and rifles with bayonets. this was the moment when I should have turned and ran you don't tame wild poems with primitive flamethrowers I was talking about the moment it's easy to see now The last chance, the final turn before the end. Sure, I know, it wouldn't have been pretty. Try explaining to them in the morning. Sounding really stupid, they probably wouldn't bother with questions. Just ignore me or try to shoot me on sight. Not a chance in hell of finding Lucifer's widow then. What if I had? Given up on the poetry hunters, never looking back. I don't know. Would have made a difference. Would I still have met the Shane? Trusted them? It doesn't matter. I like to think I would have gone back to Del Morgan and told her to shove it. As for my freedom, even if it meant another meeting, not that it matters. Something far stranger happened as I sat there, half awake, no light but the sliver of moonlight in the dark. I remembered something the dragon had said. He never said, it. I only thought. That Del Morgan had never wanted Dragon's Breath. She had only sent me after Dragon's Breath so I would be redirected toward the Water of Life. One cannot find the Water of Life by looking for it. Not quite true. Looking for the Water of Life draws people's attention. Del Morgan had sent me after it, then Hale would have gone straight to her and demanded it, or would have known exactly where to look for me while I still had it matters not. The only thing that does is the possibility that Del Morgan sent me after one thing, hoping I would do something else. Maybe she wanted me to do something about the Poetry Hunters as I watched them ready for war. The fact that the patrons of the Poetry Hunters didn't like Del Morgan was starting to sound like more of a compliment. Maybe I was there by roundabout course to put an end to the blood. I wasn't ready, and that's all that matters. This audio recording of The the Gideon and the Tale of the Donkey is copyright 2011 by Keith D. Jones. All rights reserved.